It's time for Q&A in the Kitchen. It's the podcast and video uh, YouTube series where we discuss common topics, questions, concerns that those that collect tattoos and piercings may have. Brought to you in part by Skin Kitchen Tattoo, the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, and Death Before Decaf. So today's question is going to be presented by Wesley. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Uh, this week's question, it's a fun one here. Um, what are some bad ideas when it comes to getting a tattoo design or piercing? So it's kind of general, but there's a lot of bad ideas, so we can help oh, you out with bad. some of them. So yeah. Um, why don't you start off? What kind of All right. what's, what's a good bad the first, idea? The first thing that popped in my head when this question came up was putting geometric or tight artwork on, on or in around mm, elbows. Nice. Uh, it seems like people... Uh, you know, we're going full sleeve a lot more than they used to. Even if they're coming in getting a medium to smallish tattoo, it all seems like more often than not, or at least a lot more than they used to, they're thinking sleeve. Um, and uh, they always get over-focused on the small stuff. They always want to cram stuff in everywhere. And what, what are we going to put on my elbow? Mm-hmm. And my answer is usually as little as we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had cases where people just don't back down. They want this um, geographic or uh, geometric design that's really tight that isn't going to age great anyway. And then they want to cram it on this freaking nucleus of grossness, which is the elbow. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, they don't get better as we get older. They get all nasty and crunchy and gross and, you know, they fall out just because that's, you have to use they your arm. They get ashy. And they get ashy. Mm-hmm. So, um, I usually try to work them in, um, with something that's already needs texture. So if you're doing something that has rock or something in it that doesn't have to have all these perfect lines to really still look like it is, then I work that onto the elbow, you know? A lot of times I'll use, I'll try to use negative space in or through the elbow. Mm -hmm. You know, I have both my elbows tattooed. I mean, I, and it would look a lot better, I think, aesthetically overall, if the design just didn't go, Mm -hmm. and then continue over the elbow, (laughs) you know, somehow. So, Try to not overthink your elbows. I'm not saying there aren't great t- elbow tattoos out there. I'm just saying in general, it's it's a rough spot to get tattooed. And if you're just a, a normal Joe living a normal life, your elbows take a beating. And it's going to take uh, some maintenance to try to keep anything from really falling apart too much on your elbows. And that's one of the reasons why I think, you know, spider webs. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. popular because you can kind of... Cut that middle part out. Yeah. That yeah. saves it. And you can still keep your circular design yeah. around it. Actually work on the, the yeah, it, it, it moves with you. And, and yeah, it, it, it utilizes mm-hmm. that negative space. And so it doesn't look like it's not tattooed. Yep. Uh, but it's not. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what, what's, what's something that jumps you out know, to you? You know, one I've been working with here is... Um, not be afraid to be a little bit bigger. Oh, man, man, everybody wants small tattoos. Mm. And it cuts down on some of these designs and their details sometimes. And and I think it would just be, if you if you go in with a mindset saying, you know what, I, I know the size, we're going to do it. But, man, if I push that 10% more, it, uh, I find a lot of people 
are a lot more happy, uh, happier outcome with the tattoo versus mm-hmm. going smaller. Everybody mm-hmm. always wants it smaller. When I'm like, especially when you hold it up to the skin you know, on a piece of paper and they think it needs to go a bit smaller, you say, mm, let's stencil it out first and stick it to you. It generally looks a little bit bigger on the paper than it does on your skin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Everything in life looks bigger out of the body right. than it does right. in the body. Well, and you know, I've never heard someone say after they got a tattoo, even years or whatever, I never hear them say, man, I wish I would have gone smaller. Yeah, no. Nope. They always, always <laughs> Absolutely. say, I Absolutely. wish I would have gone bigger. I wish I would have gone bigger. I wish I would have gone bigger. And the main, I think, driving force behind going smaller is because it's not going to take as long, so you think. So mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt as long. It's going to, but you're Be still going to have a tattoo. a little bit cheaper, a little so, faster. Yeah, so you're out the door and you got your tattoo. But really, the, the, the time you feel any discomfort getting your tattoo is so minuscule by how long you're going to have that tattoo that mm-hmm. sucking up for an extra 30 minutes is going to, you know, absolutely is really going to help you out. Absolutely. Yeah. Go in with an extra 100 bucks in your pocket and say, you know what, let's see what it looks like just theoretically, hypothetically, mm-hmm. let's blow it up 10 more percent Yeah. and yeah. see what it looks like. If it doesn't, then, well, you're back where you were. So, yeah. so no harm, no foul. Go on a lot s- of them. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I'd say the number one thing is you don't listen to your artist. Mm. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about it, and I've brought this up in the past. It's a collaboration. Even with piercing, it is a collaboration between you mm-hmm. and yep. the person doing it. They're the expert. They're the one you're paying to do it. So so listen to them. Right. Focusing on price. Um, if you were buying a house, you're going to have, I mean, you, everybody comes in with a budget. But trying to get a deal is not necessarily going to be the best outcome. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. focusing on the price all the time, et cetera. Um, going to the cheapest, of course, is usually a, a big, dumb idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumping into projects that you can't afford to finish. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Really good one. Yeah. Yep. That came up the other day. We were talking about, you know, how... You know, some people start these big pieces and you're really stoked on them and for whatever reason, um, you stop seeing them. Mm-hmm. And from what I've found, a lot of times it's money. You yep. know, they got this little chunk of money and they had it set aside for their tattoo. And when they went into their tattoo artist, they're all gung-ho, like, hell yeah, this is going to be the coolest thing ever. And not thinking that, oh yeah, this process might take six, eight months, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, that nest egg that they had all ready to spend on their tattoo slowly gets chipped away and by halfway through their tattoo they're like oh man yep. i gotta wait for another uncle to die yep <laughs> so yeah uh, next year's tax return but that's a good one knowing that you're going to be able to keep up the yep. the cadence on getting tattooed so you don't have these big lapses because you know there 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 does come to a point to where if you wait too long you have to pretty much go and retool the whole design mm-hmm. you can't just go in there and fill in that eight-year-old outline on. and have that and have that look okay you know nope. you've got to you've got to pop that outline back up or that yep. color is just going to bleed over and, and the artist is most likely he's going to start with going over that old stuff first to yep. clean it up and then if you, you stop know? again and you wait again you're going to be right back where you started <laughs> yep. so yeah that's a really very good point very very, good. very two steps forward eight back yeah kind of thing. Mm-hmm. um and 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 if you are getting you know you're getting a large project there's no problem with i mean most artists uh if you kind of work out a deposit level yeah. or pay-as-you-go kind of situation where, mm-hmm. you know, it's on layaway, so to speak. Right. The only thing I would be cautious with that sort of thing is know that it's a reputable shop. Know that it's an established artist. Mm-hmm. Don't pick somebody that just came in and started working for them a few weeks ago. Right. Because the other thing that sucks is when you pay for a whole tattoo and then you go back to the place to get it done. I would and, ne- yeah. 
Joe Smo's off with the carnival to the next town. Yeah. And now you're out the money. I would very, I'd be very cautious on, yeah, an artist is like, uh, you know, yeah, it's prepaid. You know, you give me everything up front. I've heard a lot of horror stories about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's easy for the artist to lose steam in your tattoo when there's nothing in it for him now. Mm-hmm. He's already been paid for it. So, you know, he's not that excited to finish it you know yep. so you know that's one thing to to, to think about when uh, you're you're looking at that but um one idea i thought when you were talking Davo, was we've had pe- i've had clients um that will we have gift cards mm-hmm. and they'll they'll get a gift card for themselves and every they get an extra hundred bucks wherever they come in and they put that on this gift card mm-hmm. so it's kind of like their little savings their tattoo savings card and you know they'll have uh they'll have um, sometimes uh, for their birthday or something, they'll get one and blah, blah, blah. And they'll uh, kind of use that as their little savings account. And then when they got it all saved up, boom, you know, they, they start smart. their project. I've, so I've even had clients if those, uh, that in the past, because I don't offer gift cards that often. Or, right. Um, they just went out and got, you know, regular the pay-as-you-go credit cards. Oh, and loaded that up. And loaded up those. Yeah. Like a MasterCard gift card or whatever. And yeah, just that'd loaded that up. And, you know, they had it locked in the safe at home or whatever, <laughs> right. where, you know, they wouldn't spend it. Yeah. Yeah. That would work, too. <laughs> it's like the uh, new school Folgers can <laughs> that tattoo on the top that you throw an extra 20 in every now and then. But, yeah. Um, another one would be not planning ahead uh, yeah. as far as the time that you want to get it done. Uh Getting tattooed or pierced on vacation is never a great idea Mm. unless you're specifically going on vacation to get tattooed. Planning ahead and and for both the appointment and the console, that's one I want to think of too because that was something that came up recently too, is that I've had a client say they had to cut their upcoming appointment in half because they couldn't get enough time off from work. Knowing that their appointment was a month ahead of time yes. and it's I, I understand some people have jobs that you can't you just can't get out of it but take the time off plan that out that's a that's a thing you if you know your appointment's coming up um then you need to take that time off to make sure that you're not wasting somebody else's time so it's for your, your benefit as well as theirs um so that's when i yeah. kind of yeah. saw and with consults too um not really a bad idea or anything like that but uh making sure you do have a good idea of what you're wanting when you come to those consults. Sometimes mm-hmm. I I don't mind sitting down with people and they show me four or five ideas and say, well, what can you do with that? And I say, well, nothing yet. Mm-hmm. It's I've been looking at this for five minutes. It's going to take me a day or so to think of some really cool ideas with all of these elements. I'd love to do that. Um, and that's not really a bad thing, but just a, a wary thing to be, to be aware of. Be aware of. Um, as not expect the artist will be able to like we like coming up with fun ideas, but they don't always happen right yeah right yeah. away. Yeah. Takes a you couple hope hours. They do. It's great when they do so. when someone puts an idea in front of you and you get this fucking yeah Aha! exactly. I mean yeah that's great. But sometimes you give me moment, you yeah. give me three different things that have that nothing just, to do with yeah. anything. Like yeah. all right well which can be fun. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those turn out to be kind of the most fun uh, crazy ones because mm-hmm. they're they're unusual and it really kind of did force you to think and the result you're like how did I come up with that that. That really mm-hmm. turned out cool, and I didn't really think that could happen. Yep. But, uh, yeah, sometimes it does take time, and you need to kind of run it through the process and the mm-hmm. computer and look at it from a couple different angles to really get to, the you know, what somebody's really going to dig. Yep. And part of that's – and one thing that always comes up and I always try to bring up in every video, if anybody's watched any of them, um, <laughs> research. You know, and, and physically researching. 
and where you go into the shop, you look around, yeah. you talk to people, you look at their portfolio. Um, do a do a tattoo shop and piercing shop crawl. Yeah. Get three or four Grab of your buddies coffee. together and go and kind of look around and see what's going on. Maybe hit some coffee between or yeah. a few drinks and then just yeah, because just the over the general vibe of a shop can really kind of you know you, you get an energy when you walk into somewhere and you know if the place is if the place yeah that's. I don't know what that is, okay. but uh, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's nothing. But, you know, you get a general vibe when you walk in, and did the place, you know, were they in the corner playing Xbox and ignore mm-hmm. you, or did they greet you and acted like they wanted you to be there? And generally mm-hmm. happy to see you. Right. And wants to help you through the process. And, and able to answer questions. Passion. Yeah, mm-hmm. and can answer the questions that you have and answer them um, adequately for you. And if you leave a place kind of feeling, Meh, well, that was worth the time then. Yep. Before you went in there and just dove in and yeah. and gave them your time and money. And do it online, too, before you even go. Uh, any reputable shop is going to have some kind of information online, at least photos of what their work is. They kind of give you a big, you know, a general idea of what you're going to expect when you go in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of lacking on some studios. I've seen some great artists that just don't understand the Internet at all, and that's perfectly fine. Right. But, yeah, do your research. And, of course, ask your friends, family. That's the best one. People in line at Kmart. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess Kmart doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, you're old as hell. Uh, Sears. Oh, that doesn't go right. Sears. Uh, oh. Montgomery Ward. Uh, Woolworths. Ah. Uh, oh. Is it just? You this guys Woolworths? are all both both old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the Walmart or well, Walmart. I say every time too. you see a great tattoo, if the if the person is approachable, sometimes we're not. No. Always. It all depends on the But mood. if they're approachable and the timing's right, you know, just ask them quick. And usually, you know, a, a nice person, which most tattooed people are, are, are happy to tell you, oh, Joe did this at Joe's, uh, Joe's place, man. He's a great guy. Go see him. Um, and that that's not only great because, wow, he does great work and the person likes him. Yeah. You know, you might hear, yeah, Joe did this. He's a prick, but... He does good work, mm-hmm. you know, and if you hear that a bunch, uh, if you if you keep hearing Joe, but man, the works kick ass. Well, then maybe he's worth going and checking out, mm-hmm. and he maybe he's your kind of asshole, and you guys are gonna yeah. get along. And maybe and, he just uh, didn't like those people, right? That's <laughs> you never true. know, that's or maybe true. they're I mean, just the type of people that think. I'd like to think is. that's you know, that's 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 the problem. We're all people. Have, you know? We're all people. <laughs> Not that yes. I have a problem uh, <clears throat> at all. Thinking. Um, what's do a, we have any other ones? What's a, I want to hear, I want to hear from you, Davo, a bad, like, piercing. Like, what's a bad, what, are, are people coming to you? Bad ideas on piercings. Uh, if people that will call every shop in town to ask if they'll do an experimental piercing. And then they find the one person who's willing to do it, and they go and do it. And then, two months later, they come back and go, why is this all messed up? Um, some examples of that would be uh, horizontal tongue piercings, and, uh, surface-to-surface tracheuses. And, and everybody acts like these are all new ideas. They aren't. They're old ideas that didn't work, work. <laughs> yeah. and they still don't work. And just because you've seen an Instagram photo of it doesn't mean that it's necessarily something that's viable. And if you're constantly being told, you know, it's not because that one person that's willing to do it is a super edgy on the cusp of piercing it's because they want the money 
and they mm-hmm. want to have the prestige of saying they did that and the thrill mm. of doing that. It has nothing to do about your health, your mm. well-being, or having a piercing that's going to last an extended period. Of and time. are some of these photos that they're seeing uh, are they are they called like play piercings? They're not intended to be healed out and lived with. They're kind of well, for pl- the art of it or something. In some cases, like yeah. uh, it used to be, and I haven't heard it. I haven't had anybody come in and ask for a while. I, there was the uh, the big one for a long time was the. Uh, uh, the back one with the uh, oh the la- the, the lace the lace yeah. the corset, the corset right, thing. right right um, yeah those are definitely done usually for whatever convention that's at yeah right and then they're pretty much taken out immediately mm-hmm. um, there's a few of those and then play piercing and that's getting into a whole other subculture of, of of type of things like body mm-hmm. play and some sexual activities that I don't want to talk about yeah. Um, and that's entirely different. What I'm talking about is people that permanently put jewelry in with the idea that it's going to heal. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. Right. Um, the other problem or biggest mistake is they go to people that aren't willing to discuss what those risks are to begin with. Mm-hmm. They're not willing to go, oh, hey, Wes, so you want to get a, a dermal right here on your, uh, on, your, uh, mm-hmm. on your wrist? Yeah, sure, I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. They don't go into, you know, that's going to migrate. It's probably going to get infected because of the way catch you on handle things. It's going to catch on every piece of clothing mm-hmm. you own. It'll mm-hmm. probably last a couple of months, and then you'll have a nice little scar there to tell everybody about. Mm-hmm. And those are people that aren't looking for longevity. They're no. looking for, for right now. Yeah. No. And, yeah. and, you know, I've, I've had clients, uh, people sometimes they get annoyed with me because mm-hmm. I'll actually go through the consultation. The consultation yeah. is for your benefit. I'm not trying to talk you out of anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to prove how smart I am. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to do is make you make an educated decision. The same thing with tattooing. If somebody comes in and says, yeah, I want to get uh, this big, I want to get a Mona Lisa on my, on my forehead, it's your responsibility to kind of go, okay, well, yeah, that's possible, but... Here are some things yeah, to think about exactly. <laughs> before and you kind jump of lead into them. And right. I think a lot of piercers struggle with that. I think a lot of tattoo mm. artists do because they're this philosophy in America that the customer's always right. Yeah. No, yeah. that isn't the case. That isn't yeah, the case at all. Mm. Uh, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Although I'm, I'm willing to find a middle ground if they are. You know, Generally, yep. I'll see what I can trust do. I, you know, you came to me for a reason, so trust yourself and that you came to someone who knows what they're doing. And mm-hmm. you know, maybe listen to us every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> listen. That's the biggest thing. And stay off your damn phone. Stay off your damn phone. No, no, yeah. I don't mind you being on your phone. I mean, but during a piercing, that's completely different. Well, if I'm talking to you and I'm explaining something, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, stay yeah. Off yeah. Your oh yeah, phone. during the consultation, yeah. Yeah, that, that happens phone. all the time. And it's like, what message is happening right now? Is right. your grandparents dying? Right. Is the house on fire? No, it's your friend going. So how is it? Are you getting it done today? Right. <laughs> Listen like, to me. Uh, yeah, that can wait. As soon as he's done talking about it. Right. Right. This I don't is know why. Yeah, about this something. is why when you see people anymore, you know, I talk. Like, my kid's 20, going to be 21 soon. Oh. Um, when I talk to him, he's like, yeah, my friends are kind of boring sometimes. And <laughs> he doesn't, not in a negative way, he just he expects it. And he goes, you know, we've talked extended about this. It's like, well, when you're sharing absolutely everything in your life on social media yeah. and with text message and everything else, when you actually sit down for coffee, you have nothing to talk about. That's so true. Yeah. Sir, makes, savor those. Makes humans really kind of boring in person, yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, this the society was all founded on campfire talk, right? And that was all about sharing. Anyway, that went off the beaten path. Yeah, I think um, we've beaten that one to death. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for listening or watching. 
We post these every other Sunday. We first post the video version, then we'll post we'll post the con- the uh, then we'll post the podcast version when I can talk. <laughs> yeah. This has been brought to you in part by Skin Kitchen Tattoo, the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, and Death Before Decaf. Also, check out our merch store. Uh, we have various different designs up there for sale so that you can look stylish and show your pride in owning body art on yourself. Um, also, make sure to like us or follow or subscribe, whatever medium you are particularly taking part of this uh, overall social um, interaction, one way anyway. And until uh, next time, we hope to see you for, if you're in the Des Moines, Iowa area, that is, or even further or anywhere. away. If you're in China, even. We hope to see you for your your tattooing and body piercing needs in the future. Till then, take care. Hopefully your piercings and tattoos heal with ease and without issue. So long. So long.